Hey y'all, welcome to K the Pod. This is a podcast all about love and in this season in particular I'm going to be focusing on eros, romantic love, dating, romantic relationships, all of that. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you are a returning listener, welcome back. I'm happy to have you again. But yeah, child, let's jump right into this episode because it is going to be a good one. Man, when I tell you, so this episode, it's going to be a lot. This is going to be a lot. I'm going to just start off with that. And it might be, it, I feel like this episode is going to be like four different topics. <laughs> but I I can't wait. I can't like spread it out into four different episodes. We just going to have to, we just going to have to roll with it. And it is currently Sunday, February 18th. It has been a really good day. Like I went to church this morning. Man, the sermon was, woo. I'm telling you, I feel like I haven't heard a sermon in a long time. It, I want to say, what am I trying to say, y'all? <laughs> I haven't heard a sermon like that in a long time. Like, you know when a sermon just touches you and it, like, I wouldn't say pierces, but it just, like, man, it resonated. It really, like, whoo, it was good. It was good. And I feel like that just, like, set the tone for the rest of my day. So I've just been having, like, a really reflective day. Um... I went to see family after church. It was nice, as always. And yeah, I'm like, it's Sunday. It's like 6.50 something. I'm waiting for Potomac (laughs) at 8 o'clock because there was no Potomac last week because of the Super Bowl. But yeah, I'm like, I have like an hour to just chill. So I'm like, why don't I just record this episode? Because I have a lot of, you know, a lot of thoughts, a a lot of things to say. And, yeah. So, one, the name, of, the name of this episode is Who TF <laughs> Did I Marry? And if you've been on TikTok the past few days, you know exactly why <laughs> this episode is titled that. But, yeah, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into Risa Tisa's, Risa Tisa's story time you know, towards the end, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just going to say this episode has four different, four different parts, but yeah, anyway, this episode comes out Tuesday, but it's Sunday, so happy Sunday, or happy Tuesday, um, but yeah, anywho, enough of me rambling, let's jump right into this episode, y'all. So one thing I I will say, this is, this has nothing to do with the episode, but I just, I don't know where I get that from. I'm not from Texas. I'm born and raised in New York. You probably can't tell that. I don't have a, a New York accent, but then again, I don't know anyone who, who really has like a heavy New York accent. Like, I feel like that's not even real. Like there's some words that a New Yorker will pronounce that is going to sound different than people from other states, or other cities as the same thing with like people from other cities like there are just certain words that they pronounce that it's like oh you could tell they're from there <laughs> so I feel like there's some words that I might pronounce that it's gonna oh she's from New York 
but I don't have a New York accent. But I also don't know why I say y'all so much. <laughs> I feel like that's a southern thing. I don't know anyone else who says y'all like that, but I don't know. I don't know. I really like saying it. I it's just it's a part of my vocabulary now. Like <laughs> I don't even think about it. It just comes out, but I realize I say y'all a lot. But yeah, I just want to, you know, a little backstory. I am from New York. I don't have a heavy New York accent. Most New Yorkers don't. I feel like the people in New York who have like heavy New York accents are from like Harlem in the Bronx. Queens people we like I feel like we speak like regular people. Brooklyn is half and half. You might find a Brooklyn person with like a heavy New York accent. But then I also feel like the New York accent, I don't know. Like even like someone like a Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z's from Brooklyn. He doesn't have like he don't he don't talk like that. But then he does he did like rap like that. But like when he speaks, I don't know, maybe he just changed. I don't know. But I just had to say that. I am from New York. <laughs> I am from New York City. I'm from Queens. But I feel like when I say y'all so much, I, I'm people might think I'm from Texas. Well, most of the people that listen to the podcast, I feel like you know me in real life. But if you don't know me, I just wanted to let it be known. I am a New Yorker. <laughs> I am a New Yorker. But I just happen to say y'all and yeah. But anywho, enough of that. Let's jump into the episode for real, for real, for real, for real. (laughs) So number one, I want to talk about this class action lawsuit against the dating sites. Um, (laughs) The dating sites, well, apparently it's one parent company that owns Bumble, Hinge, Tinder. Apparently, which I think is crazy. So apparently there's this class action lawsuit where it's basically like. It, I, didn't, I didn't see the article. It was some lady. She's, I think, an attorney and she was breaking it down. And she was saying how um, basically like what these dating sites do is kind of like how people have this like you know obsession with playing the lottery it's like oh my god I have to play I have to play because I'm the more I play the higher my chances are that I'm gonna win and that's how people see dating apps where it's like well what she was talking about was like people who have paid for dating apps where they get like the premium package um but I, I've never paid for a dating app. I don't know anyone personally who's paid for a dating app. But I think I still think it's the same thing. People like, you know, they'll pay for these dating apps because, oh, it's like, oh, if I if I pay for this, um, the higher my chances are that I'm going to... Well, one thing I will say. I remember when I was on Hinge, Hinge had this thing with roses where, you know, on your regular... Um, child, for you page, <laughs> on your regular, like, swipes. Well, you know, hinges and swipes. You l- actually, like, like the person's profile or, like, uh, something on their profile. But, um, child, where am I going with this? What am I trying, what am I trying to say? <laughs> and then, okay, yeah, and then with hinge, 
they also had this thing. Okay, so the guys on your regular, like, profile, whatever, that will pop up on your page, it'll be like, you know, guys you might not really be into, but the guys that you are into, the guys that you are attracted to, the guys that are really like, yes, I would love to match with a guy like this. They're on the roses page where you have to send a rose to them, not a regular like. And I think you get like a rose for free. And then it's like, oh, if you want more roses, you got to pay $19.99 a month to get whatever, however many roses. Lottery. Lottery. Gambling. (laughs) So it's like, man, if I want to be with a guy like this, I got to, you know, I'm saying guy because I'm a woman who dates men. And, but I'm sure it's that, that's probably what it was for men who date women. Like they would see women that they want to match with or whatever. And she would be on the roses page. And I mean, but honestly, under that comment, under that video, I saw mostly like women commenting. Cause I feel like you mostly hear like women have these horror stories from dating apps. For men, I feel like it's more so like, oh, she wasn't my type. Oh, I didn't like what she was saying. But women who date men, you'll hear like horror stories of from these dating apps. Women get murdered from going on these dates with strangers on these dating apps. Like, people talking about banning TikTok... We need to ban dating apps. We need to go outside. Have, um, what are they called? Those, like, speed dating events. I mean, you know, those people, they could be murderers, too. But I think you gotta do, like, real background check. Because, like, when you really sit and think about it, if you want to get on a dating app today, all you need to do is download the app, answer a couple of questions, put, like, you know post a yeah I guess post a picture boom you start matching with people in five minutes that's crazy there has to be some sort of background check that these people do before you are allowed on a dating app like you could uh, I feel like a guy could be like on the sex offender list and could be he could sign up and be on the dating app with no problem and then it's the woman's job to have to do the background check why aren't these dating apps doing these background checks Like, that's actually wild. But anyway, back to this class action lawsuit. You know, the lady was explaining, like, how it's, like, this lottery, like, gambling effect where it's like, oh, I got to take my chances. I have to keep, you know, keep paying this money because, oh, to um, have a greater chance to meet the one, to meet the man of my dreams. I feel like even if you don't pay for dating apps, that's just how it is with dating apps, period. How many times do women want to get off of dating apps because their experiences have been horrible? They have all these horror stories. But then it's like, oh, I have to keep, you know, but if I want to meet somebody, I got to stay on this dating app because, um, child, I want to meet my husband. How many women delete dating apps because it was horrible or they pause, you know, because they have on most of the dating apps have like the option where you can just pause your whatever membership your account whatever and then um 
you get back on. What makes women get back on? It's the, oh, you know, you might just be feeling lonely one day and you just want to get back on the apps. Right? Because, oh, you never know. You never know. I might meet this. We need to ban dating apps. We need to ban dating apps, like, for real. So, second topic I want to get into is this podcast. I've shouted out on here um, before. One of my favorite podcasts, my number one podcast of 2023. <laughs> um, see, the thing is, so their last episode, man, their episode, excuse me, their last episode, not their last episode, their episode from last Tuesday, from last week. Man, they had this guy on there. His name is... Oh, my God. I am not prepared. I want to say his name is, like, Touche. Is it? No. Can I call you Rose? What is his name? Toshoni. Toshoni. Man, this guy came on the podcast and he was like everything he was saying was like good so he he's the type of man based on how he speaks because you know you don't you don't know people (laughs) but the way he was speaking on the podcast i was like this is the type of man i would have not that i would have to be with but the man that i end up with Mary, God willing, has to have, like, the qualities that this guy has or has to see love the way this man does. Like, he was just like... (laughs) That so many times I was listening to the the episode, I was like, pause it. I was like, yes! But anyway, so... He was saying something on the podcast that... I mean, besides what he was saying about you know, that was like, most of the things he was saying on the pod, I can't say everything, because he was, he's the type of guy that was, that's like, oh, I don't celebrate um, holidays, so I'm not gonna get my girl anything on Valentine's Day. Me, personally, I don't care for Valentine's Day, and I really mean that, but it's easy to say that when you're single. If I am in a relationship, I feel like I would feel a way about if I was, like, in a relationship with a man and he didn't do anything for Valentine's Day at all. I would feel a way. But now being single, right, it's, it's Valentine's Day happens. It wasn't a thing for me. But I feel like it might be a thing. It more than likely would be a thing <laughs> if I was in a relationship. But anyway, so he was saying, oh, child, this is about to die. This is about to die. This is about to die. I have to charge this. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Um, child, where did I leave off at? I was talking about, see, the thing is, yeah, so he was saying something on the podcast that, I would say that's the main thing that, like, I wouldn't say the main thing, but that's what, like, stuck to me that I was like, oh, I want to talk about it on here. And he said something I I found very interesting. And he said that a lot of time, he he said it, of course, it's going to sound like, mm, when you first hear it. But when he broke it down, I was like, he kind of is speaking facts. So he was saying how he feels like a lot of women want to be with men who are liars. 
And it, when you hear that, it's just like, you know, instant eye roll. Like, what, what the hell is this man talking about? But then he broke it down. He was like, a lot of times women want to be with a man. I want to say, I don't think that's the right words to use. Those are the right words to use. Most of the time, women just like... He he said once they want to be with liars, but I think I would probably switch and say a lot of times women just assume that men are liars. <laughs> okay, let me just continue because I wanted to say something else. But um, so when he said that, he was basically talking about how like, you know, when a woman is with a man and he's like a gentleman and stuff, they want him to be that way just for them if that makes sense like and honestly this is something that i've heard women say period like you'll see posts like this on social media where women will be loud and proud about this they're like i want my man to only be nice to me and be a dick to everybody else so when a woman says that you want that means you want him to be nice to you because he wants to be with you or he is with you but not because it's like in his nature like he's because he's lying he's only playing this role as being kind to you because he wants to be with you or because he's with you but guess what the moment he's not with you anymore the moment y'all break up he is going to be a dick to you also he's going to be a dick to you also so me, gentleman me all day. I want to be with a man who's a gentleman to me, to my friends, to my mom, to my dad, to strangers, to his friends, to his family. Like, I don't want you to just be nice to me. Because if you're only being nice to me, it's because you want to be with me. You have ulterior motives for why you're being kind to me. Because at the end of the day, if we break up tomorrow, if we're married, God forbid we get divorced tomorrow, child, then your 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 true colors will shine through. <laughs> that means this whole you being kind to me is not genuine. And this reminds me of a post that I saw on TikTok by tonight's conversation. And um, when I first saw the post, it like. It made me sad. It really did. It made me sad. Um, it was... So, I kind of have a crush on this guy. <laughs> um, his name is Trip Fontaine. He's one of the hosts on... Or one of on the cast of tonight's conversation. And he was the one that answered that question. So, the question was basically, like... Um, it was a woman. She was asking, like, if you're... If you're... If you have a friend and she's single, would you let your man... Like, walk her to her car late at night. And most of the women in the cast was like, No! Uh-uh! What? Why? No! Absolutely not! And then I was so like... That made me really sad. Because I was just like... What is... Because for me, I was just like... Did they not hear the question? The question is not some random woman. This is your friend. Would you let your man walk your friend to her car? It's like late at night. Let's say, right, you have something like in your home, right? Like a game night or whatever, get together. 
and then your friend she's single it's like let's say it's like late it's like 2 3 a.m and she's parked even if she's parked down the block like you know anything can happen she's parked down the block and it's 2 a.m this woman is walking by herself down the block at 2 a.m I would, if my man offered to walk my friend to the car, that would make me so happy. We're talking about my friend here. Like, this is, I don't know, maybe you might feel a way if it was a complete stranger woman. I don't know, because you don't know the woman. But we're talking about my friend here, right? Somebody that I care about, somebody that I love. Why would I be upset or why would I feel a way about my man walking walking my friend to the car? If you feel waste because one you don't trust your man and or you don't trust your friend. Cause the truth of the matter is, if you are with a man who is a gentle man, who is a kind man, who is a good man, that's an action that he would perform. Right? That's something he would do, right? He would be like, Oh, you you gonna walk d- down the block by yourself at 2 a.m. Let me walk you to your car. Or let's say she's not parked down the block. She's parked a few blocks away. Let me drive you to your car to to make sure you get, you know, get to get to your car safe and text us when you get home. Because I would want my friends to have a cool, cordial relationship with my man. That it's not awkward or whatever. Because my thing is like, what are they going to do? They're going to they're going to have sex on the way to her car, on on the way to her car, because <laughs> I'm just like, I think men are smarter than that. I I personally I think men are smarter than that. I feel like if your man is gonna cheat on you, I don't think your man is that dumb that he's gonna cheat on you with your friend. <laughs> I feel like most men who cheated, they cheat on their women with women that they don't their women don't know. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> like, that's how I feel. Like, because I'm just like, why would it be an issue? Like, the only thing I can think of that would make it an issue is because you feel like something's going to happen between them. And this goes to another TikTok that I saw. The only reason why you would feel a way about your man walking your single friend to her car. One, of course, if you don't trust your man and if you don't trust your friend, but also if you know what type of friend you have. If your friend, this goes back to my friendship red flags video. And there's also this TikTok that went viral. And I wholeheartedly agree with this, with this message, (laughs) with this sentiment. This girl said, the only real, real female friendship you could have, excuse me, like true sisterhood friendship, girl friendship, is with a woman who does not value men. If a woman has a little... Oh, she value me. Oh, she she want a man so bad. Oh, she this desperate. Oh, da 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 da. She's so male identified. She she right. This is a woman that's gonna throw you under the bus for a man. That's gonna do this for a man. Da 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 da. Have you how you looking crazy and stuff? She right. If your friend is that type of woman, then yeah. You would feel a way about your man walking her to a car. Because she might, right? She's, right? She's that, oh my God. Oh my, like, how do, I, how do I put this into words? If you're friends with a woman who, like, if she's single and her whole thing is that she wants a man so bad. And she's like, oh my God. 
she can't live if she's not in a relationship, she can't live if she ain't got a man, then yeah, it makes sense that you would feel a way about your man walking <laughs> her to her car. Because she might take that the wrong way. She might, you know, develop a little crush on him because he walked her to her car and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the key is to not be friends with women who are that male-identified, who are that obsessed with men, who are that, oh, child, they need a man so bad, that's their, like, that. you can't have a conversation with them without them talking about how they want a man or whatever, you know? So, yeah. One, (laughs) if you don't trust your man... Let's say your man, right, you might feel away. Let's say your man has cheated on you before. I don't know, maybe, you know, and at that point, anything he does, you're going to be side-eyeing him. If your female friend is someone who's like, oh, then yeah, you might feel away. But then you have to ask yourself, why are you friends with that woman? But just simply speaking, if I have a friend, I don't have any friends in my life, I don't have any women in my life who I feel like are, like, super male-identified and are, don't, don't, you know, aren't girls' girls, you know, that, oh, they put men first and they, you know, center men, right? But if I have a man who's a gentleman and this and that and he's gonna walk my friend to their car, man, when I tell you, that would make me so happy, that would be like, wow, man, Look at him. He is a good dude. He is a good dude. But if I feel a way about my man, my partner, walking my friend to their car late at night, I think I have to question whichever relationship it is. If I don't trust him, if I don't trust her, whatever, I have to question my relationships with both people. But... I just, you know, I remember, just think about, like, when the, like, when I saw the, heard all the women's response, I was like, what the heck? And then I remember Trip Fontaine, he answered, and he was like, something that is, and it went, once he answered, and that's when the women, they changed, they changed their, like, um, response. Because he was just like, you know, we, how can we sit here and we say, like, protect black women, protect black women, but then you feel a way about your man walking your friend to her car, right? He wants to make sure, like, she's protected. Because, God forbid, right, your friend walks to her car late at night by herself, she gets robbed. God forbid, worse happens. Like, you know, that, you know, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, even, like, it boils down to, like, even when you, like, drop your friend off at their house, Right, you hung out with your friend, you dropped them off at their house. You're going to wait for them to get in their house before you drive off. In the same way, right, let's say your friend is leaving your house late at night. You're going to walk with them to the, to their car. Or you're at least, like, especially if they aren't parked far, you're going to be watching out your door to see that they made it to their car. If you don't, you know, go and walk with them. You know, it's it's just, to me, it's as simple as that. Because I'm just like, when people are like, oh, no, I don't know. I'm like, what do you think they're going to, like, have sex on the way to the car? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? 
child, not saying that it, it can't happen, but I'm just like, man, if he gonna have sex with my friend all the way to the car, like, he real sloppy. You real sloppy with the cheating. But, yeah. That's what I wanted to say about that. But he said that, um... A lot of times, like, women, they kind of want men to do things because they want to be with them, but not because, like, that's in their nature. But it's like, if you're with a man, like, it's either you, you want to be with a man who's a gentleman or he's not. But you can't want to be with a man. I mean, you can do whatever you want. But I don't think it's wise to be with a man who you want to only be a gentleman to you and no one else. Now, there is a difference when you were with the man who's overly friendly, overly flirtatious, doing the most, da-da-da-da-da, and this is <laughs> how we segue into Love is Blind, <laughs> season six. So, if you haven't watched Love is Blind season six, so I didn't finish last season, and I think I talked about this on this podcast. Last season was too messy. Mm-mm. I couldn't. <coughs> Wait. After the whole situation with Lydia and Aaliyah and Uche, I said, mm-mm. I just feel like it was so messy. And it made me sad because I was like, man, the way season one was so beautiful. You know, season one had, I think there was drama in season one. But, you know, we got Lauren and Cameron. Such a beautiful couple. And, you know, the season before that, we got a... Uh, Brett and Tiffany. Even though that season was very messy, but we still got a Brett and Tiffany. Last season, we didn't get anybody. We didn't get anybody except for Lydia and um, Milton. But even them, I don't even think that's going to last. Because Lydia, Lydia's someone fool. Someone fool. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So I was like, you know, let me watch this season. Let me give this season a chance and see what's what's going on. And this season does seem like it's better than last season and the season before. Um, There aren't any couples that I'm like... The one couple I will say I really like is the black guy that's dating the white girl. The one interracial um couple. Because I just feel like they just connect. Like, you know, their stories connect. Like, it's just like this... And, you know, it's literally, like, just this black guy who's like, yo, I've never dated a white girl before. Like, I just, like, you know, I just connected with this girl and she still happens to be white. And I really like that conversation that he, what is his name, child? I forgot his name. But, whoever he is. And he's, like, a principal, and they're both Christian, and, you know, it's nice they both decided, like, oh, they're going to wait till their wedding day to have sex and stuff. Like, you know, they talked about all of these things in the pods. And then, you know, now, like, and he just is so respectful, and he's just, like, literally, the other women, they're like, girl good for you like he pulling out her chair um all of this stuff very attentive to her needs and he is the youngest out of all the guys he's the youngest he's i think 25 so he's my age or well i don't know maybe they recorded it i don't know if he's not 25 he's 26 now but yeah he's the youngest out of all the guys and he's the one that's acting right (laughs) So, there's this girl on the show. Her name is A.D. 
child since the beginning. I feel like AD, she just been in mess. Intentionally and unintentionally. <laughs> so she's been in she was in mess she was in this love triangle with this guy named Matthew and this guy named Clay. I don't like Clay. Like when we sit here and we you know, like sometimes when we think some someone or something is the lesser of two evils, they turn out to be the evilest, the eviler. <laughs> they turn out to be the more evil one. And I feel like that's the case with Clay. And I feel like Matthew, to me, Matthew was not the villain that I think he is, you know. Because my thing is, yeah, Love is Blind is about, you know, finding love. But Love is Blind is also a dating show. Let's be very clear. Love is Blind is a dating show. So the way people date in real life it's going to show up in this show. I don't think... I think, you know, when Matthew was like, oh, America loves an... Un-, he kept talking about America and America and stuff. And basically as in, like, the viewers, the people... Because he knows he's on TV. I feel like that was where he messed up at. Because I was just like, what is wrong with this guy? He keeps talking about, like, oh, the viewers, the viewers. But when when he was, like, saying the same thing to... Uh, um, I will say Aaliyah. To AD and the other girl... Child, that's how people date in real life. So what are we what are we talking about? Unless you go into the pods and you go on Love is Blind and you like a guy and he likes you back and y'all both just like each other and y'all leave with each other. There's gonna be Oh, I like this person, I also like that person. And that person also likes another person. And this and that. And they have to make a decision. But at the end of the day, you want to leave here with somebody. So yeah, you're going to play your cards right with both of them. And hope that one of them pick you. So that's what Matthew was doing. So yeah, sorry he said the same thing to AD that he said to the other girl. But that's what dating is like. (laughs) That's how dating is. So they sitting here trying to act like Matthew was this horrible person and this and that. Oh my God, I can't believe he said that. Oh my God, da 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 But did both of y'all not have a connection with him though? Because AD, I think AD wanted to pick like Matthew more than Clay. And I personally think she should have picked Matthew over Clay. And maybe if Matthew ended up turning out to be cray-cray and stuff outside of the pods, then yeah then we can say she made the wrong choice. But, child, Clay is literally sitting here telling telling her, oh, I'm no good, I'm no good. You should have picked Matthew, girl. You should have picked Matthew. Because Clay... <laughs> I don't like him. Even, like, how he reacted when she said that she was with Matthew, and he was just like, he don't even talk. Are you dating him, sir? Okay, yeah, you live in the men's quarters with him, but are you dating him? You don't know what she's talking to him about in the pods. You were the one that was sitting there asking her, oh, if she, what is her body top like, this and that, da 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 and y'all are on Love is Blind. You're behind a wall for a reason. <laughs> but you sitting here asking her, oh, you know, I need to be with them. Like, he literally said, oh, I have to know what the, I don't know. It was, it, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was giving shallow. <laughs> it was giving shallow. But, you know, yeah, Matthew said what he said to the other girl. But, girl, we are on a dating show. At the end of the day, you have to 
focus on who did you have the better connection with? And I feel like AD had a better connection with Matthew than she would with Clay, than she did with Clay. But because Matthew, you know, her and the girl, sister, child, you are on a dating app. On a dating app, child. <laughs> Not a dating app. We, we're banning dating apps in 2024. You are on a dating show. Unless you came with a girl on the show, like you and your friend both got both got casted for Love is Blind, she's not your friend. Yeah, you might connect with her. Y'all might have some things in common, right? Because you guys live in the same, the women's quarters together. But my thing is, if you, I feel like on that show, and we saw like what happened with Lydia and Aaliyah last, last season. If you see that you're getting friendly with the girl, before y'all even decide, oh, you're my bestie, you're my pod bestie, you need to know, do we like the same guy? Who's on your top five? Who's, who's, who, who are the guys you like in the, in the pod, in the pods? Let's make sure we're not into the same guys. Because my thing is, if we're living in a women's quarters, you dating so-and-so. I mean, the thing is, you know, of course, they, the girls are excited. They want to share the stuff with each other. But I just feel like it's not smart. It's not smart. Don't share nothing. Don't share nothing. Unless you get engaged. Until you get engaged, don't share nothing. Because that's just messing things up for the other people. Because it's like, oh, he said this to me. Oh, he said that to me, too. Da -da -da -da. And it's just like, well, he's dating both of y'all. Of course he's going to say the same thing to both of y'all. Like... He likes both of y'all. Does that make him a bad person? And oh, he's not genuine and this and that. Da, 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 da. I don't think so. Me personally, I don't think so. But we're about to see what ends up happening with AD and Clay now. But I don't, I don't think they're going to get married. I really don't. I really don't. But, like, but out of the two girls, I do think that Matthew liked AD more than he liked the other girl. Um, I think her name was Mona. She, she literally left. She left. Before, you know, sh um, she could say anything to him. But, you know, whatever. And then now we're going to get into um, the Megan Fox <laughs> lookalike. Allegedly. Chelsea and I think his name is Jeremy. So, there was another situation with AD. Now they're on vacation, everybody's engaged, this and that, da 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 AD, so AD does have an ass on her. She does. And I was watching it with my mom and my mom. <laughs> I'm stuttering. And then my mom, she was like, her butt is fake. And I'm like, no, it's not. Like, her butt does not look fake. But that's how good her butt does look. That you might think her butt is fake. But I don't think her butt is fake. So, they're at like the, I guess, this little barbecue or whatever. And then Jeremy, um, he, he sees her butt and then he's like, wow. Like, she... He's talking to his fiance Chelsea, Megan, Megan Fox. He's talking to her. He's like, wow, Clay's girl, or 
because I don't think he even knows her name. <laughs> but he's like, AD, wow. Like, her body is just wow. And then Chelsea goes and opens her mouth. Is like, yeah, she has a, what did she say? A bookshelf or something? I don't know. But she was just like seconding his his statement like she was agreeing with him like yeah like she was just she was giving like you know those girls that they be they're like oh me and my man we look at girls booties together that's what she was giving (laughs) like she did not give that she had an issue with what he said at all but then he did the most jeremy when he was standing there talking to AD. So, so the way AD was talking to him and like, you know, the way she was like, I don't know. It, it did give flirtatious. It did give flirtatious to me. If I was just looking at them like from afar, not hearing what their conversation was about, I would think these two people were flirting with each other. But... Most of their conversation was them talking about their partners. <laughs> so I can see where Chelsea felt upset about how he was talking to her the whole time. And this and that. Especially after he made the comment about her butt. But, um... Yeah, so she was upset. And then he's not even picking up. Like, he's just talking to everybody else. He's... This is what I'm talking about with the in the last topic. The guys that are overly friendly. He's sitting here talking to all the other women. He don't even see that his fiance, you know, doesn't look happy. Like, she was, like, literally like, oh, my God, I'm nauseous. I'm going to throw up. She was going through it. But then she, they get back to the room. She did something that it pissed me off so much because I, that's something I would say I hate when people do that. Like, I hate, what, if there's something that Kelowna hates, <laughs> I highly dislike, is when people feel away about something and then instead of them say it, just say it they are projecting it onto you. They're like, is everything okay? Is everything okay? All because they feel away. But instead of them just saying how they feel, they're asking you, is everything okay with us? Are you okay? And then you're just like, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm fine. And they're like, are you sure? So that's what she was doing to Jeremy. She's like, they come to the room. He first asked her, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And she's like, is everything okay with you? Are you sure? Is everything okay? Are you sure? And I'm like, girl, you feel a way about something. Just say it. And she's like, I feel like you're acting weird. I feel like I feel like something's off. This and that. And he's like, I'm chilling. He's chilling. He's sitting there. He he met everybody that was in the pods. He made friends. He was talking to this person, that person, this and that. He's chilling. You don't want to have the issue, girl. So speak up. I thought she wasn't gonna say anything, but eventually she does say, honestly, I felt uncomfy. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. <laughs> They're having a serious conversation and she says uncomfy. I'm like, I've never heard somebody say uncomfy in a... Se- That's not a serious word <laughs> to use in a serious in a serious moment, a serious conversation. But yeah. So she's like, you know, I felt uncomfy when you said... When you made that comment about 80s butt. And I was like, are you serious? Girl... How can you say that? I mean, you, she, you know, she's allowed to feel uncomfortable about the comment. But you literally sat there and was like, yeah, her, her ass is like a bookshelf. Oh, my God. 
so if you had an issue with it, you should have made it very clear. Like, you know, you don't have to embarrass him in front of everybody else, but be like, yo, relax. Like, okay, yeah, she has eyes, but why do you have to say it mad loud and like make it a whole thing? Or like why, or just be straight up, set your boundaries. Cause child, this like last season's episode, boundaries might, what is it? Confrontation might be scary, but it's necessary. Set your boundaries. Yeah. You don't like that he's he's making this comment about other women's bodies. Make that very clear. Um, if you're gonna be with me, I I don't I don't accept that. I don't like that. Um, you know you. Obviously, she has a nice butt, right? You see that she has a nice butt, but I don't think like I find it disrespectful for you to like actually say that out loud. It makes me feel away, and I would appreciate if you don't do that again. Now, you don't have to sound that that (laughs) stern, but I think it's very important to set boundaries and to make it known when you don't like something. But you didn't like that he made that comment, and you sit in there, yeah, I mean, her ass is like a bookshelf. What? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, yeah. (laughs) So, there's that. And then, right, he... She brings it up to him, and then she's like, you know, and then, you know, I'm sitting there, and I, you were just, you were just talking to her, and you guys, you're like spinning her around, and this and that, and then he, he said, I didn't spin her around. I don't know if he spinned her around, and I don't remember. I feel like if he did, they, I don't know, I feel like Netflix would have, like, showed the clip. I don't, but I also don't know if, if they do that on Love is Blind, but, you know, like, other reality shows, like, on, a, on, like, Real Housewives, if somebody says something... Child, brav the editing team. They're gonna make sure they they show the receipt right after the person says it. <laughs> so I don't know if Love Is Blind does that, but I feel like if he did spin her around, they would have shown like the clip of him spinning her around. But whatever. So she felt away. She's allowed to feel away. She's allowed to feel away. I will say that that um conversation I found interesting because I can see both people's perspective. Like I see, and it's just a mirror to me. <laughs> I. I see exactly where Chelsea's coming from. I understand exactly how, like, she's allowed to feel that way. She don't like something. She don't like something. She don't have to like it. Right? She don't like, but I just feel like you don't like it. So don't try to go along with it. You didn't like that he made the comment. So don't, like, joke with him. Be like, yeah, her ass is like a bookshelf. Yeah, I mean, did it. If you don't like, if you didn't like his comment. One. And with him... You know, we, the viewers, we see that him and, him and AD, they weren't, like, talking about any, like, they weren't talking about each other. They were talking about their partners, right? He's literally telling AD, like, man, Chelsea, like, she's everything. Like, I'm, like, so happy with her, this and that, da 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 And then, you know, he was saying, you know, he was talking about Clay, and he was just like, you know, man, you know, Clay, he's a good dude. Like, you know, I really liked him, you know when we were living in the, the men's quarters together, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's dope, this and that. That's my boy. And then, you know, AD, she was just like, yeah, yeah, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> but they weren't, like, you know, really flirting. with. I feel like the flirtation, I feel like, was probably more on AD's part. Because just like how, but then also, I don't know her. Maybe that's just, like, how she naturally is. But just like how she was looking at him and stuff, it kind of get flirt flirty but you know i don't know 
I don't know. But just, you know, as a viewer, hearing the content, the content or the context of their relationship, I mean, of their conversation, it wasn't really flirtatious. It wasn't flirtatious. But, well, actually, I don't, you know, it's been a while. It's it's Sunday. I watched this on Wednesday, on Valentine's Day, when the season came out. Um, I feel like at some point in their conversation, though, I think AD or Jeremy, one of them had said something like, oh, I should have talked to you in the pods. I don't know. I don't know if I'm remembering it wrong, but I don't know. But I just feel like the conversation was, the the conversation wasn't overly flirty, but I just feel like the way AD was coming across, it was giving like, the way she was like looking at him and stuff. Because she wasn't doing that with, um, when she had the conversation with the guy who was dating the white girl, she didn't look the same way that she did when she was talking to Jeremy. So, yeah. So that's what I have to say about Love is Blind. I'm interested in seeing what what ends up happening. I would say the only couple I'm really rooting for is, um... The, the black guy with the white girl and the guy, the guy that has the long, the, the white guy with the long blonde hair. I don't know their names. I don't know. The only people I know their names is AD, Chelsea, Jeremy, AD and Clay, Chelsea and Jeremy. And I don't know the black guy and the white girl. <laughs> Yeah, like the other two white couples, I don't know. I just know there's the one girl. She was rude at the the thing. She made the com or she made the joke with AD. I think she like slapped AD's boob, and then Clay was upset. And th- instead of her just saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry," you know, I didn't mean it in an offensive way. I was joking. I'm sorry. She's sitting there. Oh my god, you guys are making a big deal out of nothing. And I'm just like, wow. Looking at an adult, an adult, and you know, it makes me sad because a lot of adults are like that. Like you would think that people, accountability is big. Intentions don't matter. (laughs) You can do something. You didn't intend it to be a certain way. If somebody's upset about what you did, you cannot come to the person. Well, I didn't mean it. Or, oh, you're making a big deal out of it. Like, oh, I didn't mean it. I was just joking. Okay, yeah, you probably were joking, but the person didn't like what you did. So why are we fo- why are we focusing on the fact that you were joking and not focusing on the action? We focusing on the intention and not the action. Intentions don't matter. The pathway to hell is filled with good intentions. We know this saying, but people will do things and be like, "Oh, well, I didn't mean it. Oh, my intention wasn't this." So that that kind of pissed me off. That kind of pissed me off. And then she was like, and it even like, you know, they left and then it was her and AD talking and the AD was like, you know, but yeah, he didn't like it. And she's like, oh, they're just making a big, I'm like, oh. And I feel like that's going to come up in her relationship with her fiance. Because I'm just like, man, if you can't take accountability with strangers, with, well, I mean, they're all strangers. <laughs> if you can't take accountability with other people, you for sure aren't going to take accountability in your relationship. But, child, yeah. So, Love is Blind, you know, it's interesting. It doesn't seem like there's going to be, like, crazy drama. 
but I'm, you know, I'm interested in seeing which couples last. I don't think AD and Claire are going to last. <laughs> he sat there in her face telling her, you know, I'm not good. And then she, she sat there like, wow, the fact that you can say that is so big of you. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that whole conversation, I was like, girl, you should have picked Matthew. If you was gonna have to deal with this, you you were better off just picking Matthew. Cause America, America loves an underdog. <laughs> and now, let's get into the the real tea, the real real tea. Child, if you if you've been on TikTok since. Excuse me. So when I first saw the clips, it was on Friday, and I finished it yesterday. And she was on live today. So I was in church, so I, I only saw, like, the end of the live. <laughs> but, um, t t Risa Tisa? Tisa Risa? I think it's Risa. Risa Tisa is her name. Child, this woman had a 50-part story time about how her ex-husband is a pathological liar. And I want to say she started it on Valentine's Day because her birthday was the 15th and she didn't post anything that day. And then I think she finished it on Friday, the 16th. But I, I, I literally started it. I was in bed, like, ready to go to sleep. And then I saw this thing on TikTok. And I was like, oh, my God. Man, I wanted to finish it. But I was like, I have to go to sleep. And I ended up just watching it <laughs> throughout Saturday. And it was a lot. It was a lot. But, you know, man. Literally, it's just, it's so crazy because this is kind of what my last episode was talking about. Love bombing. The man was love bombing the crap out of her. So, one, I, well, I won't, well, I will say also, I think COVID played a huge part in it. Because, dude, she met, she went on her first date with this guy. She said March 7th was their first date. Something hit her or something her tire went out. When I tell you, when as this woman is telling this story, all of the... I feel like it was God. So many things were happening that it was like, God is trying to get you out of this situation. If I go on a... If I'm on my way to go on a date with a man and I get into a, a car accident, anything happens to my car, that is a sign from God. If I get into like a fender bender, my tire goes out, whatever, that is a sign from God I should not be going on going out with this man. But what happened was she calls him and tells him, like, oh, my tire went out this night. The guy meets her at a tire shop or whatever and pays for the tire, right? Doing the most. Honestly, when she said that, because, you know, she starts off with the fact that her man is a pathological liar. When I f heard that first part, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if he did something to her tire. <laughs> so that he can, you know, come across as Captain Save a, a woman. <laughs> and, right, he 
fix I think he paid for the tire, fixed the tire for her, right? And then they went on their first date to um so what I found funny was because she said they went on their first date to Cheesecake Factory. And y'all remember that was a whole thing like a few months ago. Like, oh women we don't go on dates. <laughs> That woman that was, um, she didn't want to go on a deal with this guy to the Cheesecake Factory. I'm like, child, hearing, hearing this story about Legion, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's him. Like, he's the problem. But I was like, when she said Cheesecake Factory first day, I was like, you see, maybe that's why we shouldn't go on first dates at Cheesecake Factory. But, yeah. Man, the story was just very crazy. And then, you know, he just was doing the most in the beginning. This man, right, so then, okay. Right, after that, I think she said they went on, like, dates afterwards. And then, you know, lockdown happened, COVID, and then they decide they're going to quarantine together. Why? I personally think it's because he was love-bombing her. Leafing Pointe Fia. Because, honestly, if I just started dating a guy, why do we need to quarantine together? You can quarantine at your place, and I quarantine at my place. And, right, we're quarantined. That it's like we're not getting, we're not coming in contact with people. That let's say you wanted to like come to my place, come to my place, <laughs> then you can. But we don't need to quarantine and live together, you know. But then again, you know, I'm forgetting during that time they weren't letting people outside at all. Like they <laughs> people were not even allowed to like drive the at the street. It was like. 8 o'clock, everybody needs to be in inside. But I'm like, this is Atlanta. People, they were going to the clubs during COVID. So I'm like, when she says lockdown, they were literally in the clubs during Atlanta. They were saying that people in Atlanta are immune to COVID because they stayed outside. Or maybe, was that Atlanta or Miami? I feel like it was both. Because I remember on Instagram, like, people being, like, in the club in Atlanta. Like, March 2020, April 2020, May 2020. <laughs> like, they were outside still. Because even her, she was saying, like, oh, she still was going to work. So I'm like... And she's not, like, um, a nurse or, like, works in the medical field. So... But yeah, child, so they end up quarantining together. But then, right, the love bombing, him doing the most. He comes in and he's paying all of her, well, not all of her bills. But he started paying her rent and paying, like, her her bills. She said that she was only paying, like, her car note. But he was paying, like, he came in he was paying all the bills. And then he's like, I think this is when they start, wanted to start buying a house. And then that was the whole... Child, you have to go and watch watch all 50 parts. I'm not going... If you haven't watched it, I'm not bringing it down for you. You need to... You need to tune in. And people... we Like... People kept saying it. I would love this. I want sis to get a show. I want her to get a story. The thing is... I, one thing I will say. The context of her story... It is giving Tubi movie. It's not giving Netflix. It is giving Tubi movie because the the way this mo- this story is sounds so like <laughs> I want to say unrealistic. Like I believe her, but when you hear the story, like it just sounds so like unreal. It sounds so unreal. Like you're like yo, this is craziness. This that's how Tubi movies are. Like the things that happen in Tubi movies are very like what the heck. 
<laughs> so this sounds like a Tubi movie, but I could see it like on a Netflix like limited series or something. Cause I just cause fifty parts she told the story. We need all of this in the movie. Like that that was five hours. Five hours of my life <laughs> I gave Teresa Tisa. This needs to be like a limited series. This this can't be a movie. It has to be like a limited series. Um, but when I say this woman, her storytelling. Cause when I say I love that, y'all know I'm a Virgo. I'm very detail oriented. I love, I loved all fifty parts. I love give me all the details. Give me all the details. <laughs> she said down to like, um, man. It- <laughs> yeah. One thing I will say, I was just like, wow. Wow. Like the story this the story literally starts in March of 2020 and ends April 30 yeah, April 31st, 2021 when she gets divorced. So her and the man they got married in January. And what to you in the story is so many people like telling her, "Girl, nah, uh-uh." One of the realtors when he was trying to buy anytime they tried to buy a house it never worked out. God. But he also didn't have the money. But also God. This woman got pregnant. She got pregnant. Child, she said it. She said it. This is not me saying it. She said it. But she said that she thinks it was God protecting her, that she would not have to be attached to this man. She had a miscarriage. That's what she said. That's what she said. Kay didn't say this. That's what That's what Risa Tisa said. She feels like God was protecting her. Because when I tell you, anything that she, this guy would try to do or anything like they would try to do together, it would not work out. They tried to buy a house like three times. Um, and it was like one of the realtors. It was the woman realtor. And then she said, uh-uh. She was like, girl, something don't sound right. That was one. There was the um, the pastor. They went to couples counseling with this, this pastor and his wife. The pastor and the wife, they got married in January. She's, they told them, you guys are not going to be married in a year. <laughs> <laughs> that's very real because the way these the pastors they don't want you, well it's you know it's biblical you know you can't get divorced well i mean you can but you know but yeah they don't want you to get divorced child they will tell you you need to fight for your marriage child the pastor's wife told her i don't think y'all gonna be married within a year madam pastor are and they didn't even make it, what, they got divorced in August, so, what, seven, seven, eight months? But, yeah. And then they got married on January 5th, <laughs> 2021. They got married the day before the insurrection. They got married the day before the people stormed the Capitol. And I remember that because I was, I was seeing, I was like, January 5th, 2021? I was like, this is the day before January 6th. But, yeah child that story i was like what (laughs) my favorite part of the story is the brother the um or the brother-in-law um legion's brother and what i find very interesting is the fact that she calls him legion because in the bible legion means um it's like it's i think someone who's possessed by many demons in the Bible. 
And when she calls him that, and I was like, I know that's why she calls him that. Because he, when, but when I tell you, when, as she's telling the story, I was like, this person is like, is dangerous. This person is scary. Like, seriously, I was like, this person is scary. Because this person, he's sitting there. <laughs> he's talking to himself on the phone. When she was saying that, I was, I was laughing. But then, I you know, I sit and I think I was like, I was like, no, this is a, this, like, this is a real issue though. I try not to laugh, <laughs> but it was when the reason I'm laughing is because she was saying how when he was talking on the phone, he would be like, oh. Um, Chris says, hey. And then she's like, hey, Chris. And then he's like, oh, she's, you heard her? <laughs> so she's even talking to, like, somebody that's not even on the phone. But I'm like, no, this person is dangerous. And I was like, the situation is scary. And then this Malpop girl on TikTok goes and finds his identity. I was like, are you sick? Like, this is not somebody you mess with like you know what i mean this is not like a funny like oh he he he. yeah the story was entertaining but this is like this is a person that is free and out here in society and you go and um put him like you go and find him and you know post him and this and that people have no chill this people the same way you know all these people were you know following this story and commenting and this now those same people are gonna go and message him be like oh my god how you did my girl Risa like that da 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 oh oh you you whatever right they're gonna go and like harass him and you know who that puts in danger Risa so I was just like, what is wrong with the girl? And then the girl, she was like, oh, the reason why I did it is because, you know, we need to know who it is. Yeah. But you didn't post it on, on some like, oh, this is for <laughs> educational purposes. Like, this is for like, for your information. Like, this is who this is. So, right, we heard the story. This is the face. If you see him, stay stay far away. She posted it on some being messy and now everybody's going to be, I'm sure they've been like messaging him, harassing him. And who does that put in danger? Risa. Child, the woman just telling the story because she wants to get her healing. And I think, bec- you know, you know, her like telling the story on Valentine's Day. I think, you know, that was also, um, and I, what I think also, because, you know, a lot of people have been talking about how 2020 reminds them, um, 2024 is like, it seems so similar to 2020 and be, and she met him March of 2020. So I think, you know, March being around the corner, I think, and it, it, with Valentine's Day just passing, I think, you know, she told the story as a way for her to heal. Cause even like as she, some parts in the story, like she's telling it and it's just like, you can see that it's like weighing, like it still is affecting her. It still is weighing on her. And of course it will. Like that was craziness. Like that story was wild. But I'm just like, People cannot be that, like, careless that you would be so, like, 
Like, you know, you just, like, go and expose the guy. Did she tell you that, like, like she, she didn't expose him for a reason. You know, if she wanted everybody to know, you know, his name and this and that, da 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 she would, she could have, she knows how he looks. She knows his real name. She would have just said his real name. She would have just posted his picture. But if she didn't do it, why are you going and searching and telling everybody or who he is? But yeah, child, that was the story. They need to make this into a series. Netflix, Hulu, um, <laughs> somebody. We need a who TF did I marry <laughs> limited series. Because that was wild. That was wild. People were even casting. They were like, um, Natasha Rothwell. Kelly from Insecure. They were like, she should play Risa. Brian Tyree Henry should play Legion. <laughs> um, of course, Loretta Devine is going to play the mom. <laughs> but yeah. Man, that... The story time was very interesting. The series was wild. Um... And honestly, I just, I really hope, like, she's able to have a happy ending. Like, you know, she, that was a, you know, few, huge part in the story. She wants her dark blue BMW X5 with the dark, with the cognac, um, leather. <laughs> I hope she has that. And I hope she gets her trip to London and Paris. You know, she deserves it. Because I'm like, man, that is wild. That is wild. And, you know, she says it, and I'ma say it a million and one times. Your intuition is everything. Because so many times throughout the story, she's like, man, something felt off. Something felt off. Something felt off. But she's, you know, um, blinded by, you know, all these things that he's doing that it's not clear for her. It's not clear for her that, you know, she's just like... But, you know, he did this, but, oh, this, that, da 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 But he was lying the entire time. The entire time. Like, I'm talking about this man is going to dealer car dealerships to buy a car knowing he doesn't have... Talking about his job is going to pay for the car knowing that's not true. He's saying he's the, vi- the VP of this and that. And- Miss Ami? Mm. That was wild. That was really wild. Um, but yeah, but yeah, (laughs) if you haven't watched this series on TikTok, please do. You know, people are like, oh my God, it's fine. Me personally, it it took me less than five hours because I put it on 2X. (laughs) I put it on 2X speed. I was not listening. Um, so the 10 minute video was like five minutes for me. So... Yeah, it probably took me like it took it took me less than five hours to finish it. But yeah, man. Yeah. But y'all um <laughs> That's it. That's all I have to say. This podcast was a lot. This episode was a lot. Child, Real House Eyes of Potomac done started already. But I'm like, I'll catch it later. It's fine. But I am... Because honestly, Potomac hasn't been that, like... I don't know. This season hasn't been doing it for me. But I am absolutely going to watch Married to Medicine at 9. <laughs> but yeah. I just... That was a lot. I talked about... Um, what did I start off with? 
let me go back to the outline. What did I start off with? Because I, I talked about a lot. I talked about oh the class action lawsuit against the dating sites, the dating apps. I talked about the guy on the See The Thing Is podcast. And I talked about the, you know, that topic with like, oh, if your man is a gentleman to, he's a, he should be a gentleman to not only you, excuse me, but everyone else. I talked about Love Is Blind. And I talked about Risa Tisa. Risa Tisa. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I definitely enjoyed recording it. It is Sunday, February 18th. So you know that means tomorrow I'm off from work. Tomorrow's President's Day. Yay. Clap, clap, clap. (laughs) But anyway... Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, you are a real one because this was a very long... I'm like, I wonder how long... Child, this is definitely over an hour. Definitely over an hour. So if you made it this far, shout out to you. Thank you so much for listening. Alrighty. Love you. Bye.